Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. Welcome to Inside MTV Siesta Key. I'm Laura Finaldi, and guys, it is the season finale. I know some people that read my recaps are hoping that it's the series finale, but not us. We are hoping for more. We're hoping there's a season three. And to recap with me today, I brought in one of my good friends, Carlos Munoz from the Herald Tribune. Hi, Carlos. Hi, Laura. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, uh, glad to be here. I think I watched last night's episode was pretty was pretty wild. So yeah, so Carlos is a breaking news reporter at the Herald Tribune, but he's actually like a not so closeted Siesta Key fan. I mean, let's be honest, like you are. Um, he watches almost every episode, and he has pretty strong opinions on the cast members. Is that's right? That's I'm, a I'm a little, right? I think I'm a little critical, but yeah, I think uh, I think I'm fair too. I mean, I'm, I just I kind of relate everything to just regular, you know, social life and among friends and things like that. Right. I mean, it's it, you can definitely relate some of this stuff to social life, but it's, it's like a totally different tier of social life. Like they're doing way more exciting things than like we might do on a regular basis. But you can definitely connect it back to your life and. It, I mean, I think you also like that it's filmed here in Sarasota, right? I like looking for the stuff, especially the local locations, trying to guess where they're at and things like that. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do like that. <laughs> yep. I, sometimes I watch with Carlos because he's got a TV at his apartment, and um, he always like points out exactly where they are, if he can recognize it, so... That's always pretty fun. Hey, that's my first TV in 15 years. So. Oh, well, hey, good for <laughs> you. I don't even I don't even remember the last time I owned a television, as sad as that is. I have a laptop that I watch TV on, but it's not the same as having like a nice smart TV. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Maybe someday I'll get a TV again, but who knows? Chromecast is the way to go. So we had a pretty packed episode this week, I would say. It was pretty cool. Um I liked a lot of it. It was it was like very entertaining. I liked that it was part of it was filmed at Kara's house because man, she has a nice house. Like it's beautiful and see we, we see Alex's house a lot, but Kara's house is like this older looking, like more like old money. I'm pretty sure she lives in Longboat Key too. That's what Brian I think said on on a podcast. And she like it's just a beautiful house. Very like I don't know. It just I really, really liked it. Um, so that was kind of interesting to see. And there are a lot of interesting plot lines, too. And I didn't even focus too much on Alex and Juliet in my recap, to be honest, because I just like it's like, what can you even say at this point? I think they've they've come to become like a, a volcano. Anytime you see those <laughs> two, you know, something's going down. I know it's it's bad. But anyway, so um, we start off with Chloe talking to Kara, this is when they're doing their arts and crafts session at Kara's house, about whether or not to tell Juliet about those texts and that video that she was sent by Alex's ex-girlfriend. So Chloe's debating whether or not to tell her, and we know that she's eventually going to, but maybe this whole, what everyone's saying to Chloe, like what Alex is saying and what Polly's saying, maybe it's like getting to her a little bit because she's questioning whether or not she wants to tell Juliet. But of course, it's Chloe, so you know she's going to tell her like that's just what she absolutely. does absolutely that's what she does and you know when she t- i guess when she started to discuss that i kind of felt like maybe she actually uh knew this was something that was going to you know sever the two that that could potentially end mm. them and 
I think that's where she was probably facing the the most conflict inside, I guess. But oh. I mean, that's one of those uh, one of those bad things that I guess in friendships. It yeah. Just seems- so you think that like she knew that it could potentially be the nail in the coffin for them and that's why she didn't want to do it i think they've been building up to this point and the facts were right there i mean she actually had the proof and everything and people are telling her this stuff i'm i'm always just amazed that people are willing to give information to somebody who they know is going to just kind of spout it out that's why they give it to her that's right you're right yeah you're right that's that's the way that's why i see it like everyone that is in alex's orbit knows that if you give information to Chloe, it will go to the person that they want it to go to. That's pretty much how it works. So then we get a shot of Alex's house. He's swimming in his pool, and Polly rolls up in this new car, which I guess he's back in the trust fund. They didn't really cover that, but whatever. And they're talking about Alex and Julia, and I think this is when Alex says, because all I wrote down was, wow, diamonds, how kind, Polly. So I think this is when Alex says, I bought Juliet diamonds. She'd never had diamonds before, as if that cancels out everything that he's ever done to her that was bad. So, yeah, that's just, you know, that's just funny because, like, Alex uses buying stuff for her as an excuse for bad behavior all the time. Like, that's his big leg up in the relationship. Like, he's always saying, um, oh, I do so much for you, Juliet. You never do anything for me. And what he means by that is financially, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking about that. Uh, I think they said in the show that it was the first time she'd ever gotten diamonds right. or a necklace like right. that. But I saw on Twitter today, I think she talked about the fact that uh, she could have bought herself. Oh, really? A necklace. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, there's, some, there's something not uh, not right with those. Well, two. it's like every <laughs> gift that he gives her comes with a like a price in a way. It's, it comes with an attachment. Right. It's, it's got uh, it's got small type. It's never <laughs> just a free, here you go, like, thanks so much for being an awesome girlfriend, nothing like that. But anyway, so we're at Kara's house now, and for the party, Juliet's hair is like a nice little bouffant. I liked that, like a little teased look. It was very cute. Um, Polly says, we need Uber liquor to deliver liquor here. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, I mean, we got we got Uber Eats, we got Uber Lyft. I mean, we got all these fun things, you know, that we can just have people bring us awesome stuff. But what do you think about, you know, Uber <laughs> liquor? I mean, is that not the way to go? That is the way we're heading as a society for sure. <laughs> Did you know that they have? Have you you've been to Texas, right? Oh yeah, drive-ins. They have drive-through like <laughs> margarita places. See, th- this is the thing, like being from Boston and being from, especially from Boston. The alcohol rules there are so strict. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's no happy hour in Massachusetts. It's illegal. So the idea that you can have alcohol delivered, I think we have like one alcohol delivery service in Boston, like, but it's really not a thing. Like you can't, it's the alcohol laws are extremely strict there. So the idea of like Uber liquor, like at first I'm like, they'd never do that, but they would totally do that. That's going to happen someday for sure. They would do that. But yeah, so I don't know. Do you have anything else to add about Uber liquor? No, I love that. Just idea. that you love the idea. <laughs> Just that you actually, Carlos is like a really big fan of Siesta Key Rum. Um, they started doing ice cream last week, right? Or, yeah, yeah, I had that. And he wrote a story about it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that stuff is really good. And if they wanted to sponsor this podcast, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I want money. Just kidding. Anyway. So at the party, we get Brandon and Madison hugging. She tells him he looks visually rewarding, which is the same same thing he said to her the week before. Tawny's there for some reason. God God knows why. Um, And Kelsey and Brandon are talking about Madison in the kitchen. And Kelsey says she's been burned twice. Brandon is like the most transparent person. I say this all the time. He has everything written all over his face at all times. You can tell exactly how he's feeling by looking at his face. I know, but I just think back to that episode in the beginning when he's at the club and he leaves with that with the girl that he eventually cheats on Madison mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And then just that whole exchange when she finally found out, man, I that that just gets me every time. I yeah. just like if she gives him another chance, I mean, that's that's big stuff. Like, Yeah, seriously. Especially I, as far as a relationship goes. I think that 
that's really hard. I mean, that's going to, that's. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Like, so you just think that they've been through too much? So. My, you know, they haven't been through enough, actually. I mean, they had a pretty short-lived relationship. And uh, <laughs> I think I think maybe that factored into her, her decision a little bit, whether she gives him a chance or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking that, you know, they had that short-lived sort of relationship and uh, it didn't end well. But I think she's still curious how it could have gone. That's a good point. Because I don't think he's a he's a bad guy. I I think that, uh, you know, yeah. he's he's been persistently trying to get her back. That's true. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. Like the the fact that they weren't together for that long. Maybe she's thinking, well, there's a lot that could have been. She had an idea about how it could have gone, and they never really got to explore that because of the way things ended. Right. But that's a very interesting point. I hadn't considered that. And she loves music. She plays the drum. Right. True. So they have that in common. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So they're talking about Madison. Uh, Amanda and Chloe are drinking this drink that is that's blue, and it's... A mixture between a margarita and a pina colada. And all I have to say is I hope that Kara didn't pre-mix it that way because that sounds disgusting. I'm, my guess is that they have two separate daiquiri machines, one pina colada, one margarita, and then Amanda mixed them together. Because why would anyone do that? Like margaritas and pina coladas are so good on their own. You don't want to, like pina coladas are amazing. Margaritas are amazing. Don't, you don't need to mix them together. Anyway, that's... I feel very passionately about that, as you can, as you all can probably tell. Um, yeah, and this is the point where Amanda and Chloe are talking about how Chloe has this quality intel about the Alex situation, and Amanda looks really, really gorgeous in this scene. She, her skin's great, her eyebrows are great, um, and the video she's saying is hardcore proof. At which point you said, you said something about Amanda. You were like. Um, is, remember when she punched Chloe in the face? Yes, I. Oh man, that was right at the beginning too. I I just can't get over that. Like how how fast they forgive each other because man, she like practically broke her nose. Yeah, she was like covered in blood, and that's like oh. water under the bridge. Yeah, I mean that's some serious forgive and forget right there. I know. So, and that's the other thing that Polly mentions, which I actually hate to say this, but I sort of agreed with him a little bit about this when he brought up the fact that all of Juliet's friends have slept with Alex. It's like, that's water under the bridge, too. Yeah, so. apparently. I mean, uh, things are pretty fluid in that, uh, in that friend circle. Yeah. So what do you think about Kelsey and Garrett talking? Man, that, see, if, if they're all together, you know, Kara's obviously there because they both pointed her out and they both kind of looked at her while she's looking at them. I mean, that wasn't, uh, you know, suspicious or anything <laughs> in itself. But just thinking right. about that, I'm just like, if... Two people are talking, and um, they had a history. I mean, if Kara was bothered by it, wouldn't she just go over there and just find out, like, hey, what's going on? Shouldn't they all be kind of included together? But, you know, obviously there's this tension between them, so maybe she doesn't, you know, clearly not a big fan of Kelsey, Mm -hmm. I guess. But if they're talking right in front of her, I mean, that seems pretty harmless. Right, and it's not like Kara was, from what we could tell, excluded from that conversation. No, not at all. And I was actually thinking, you know, with the with the topic, especially with her her mom and everything, that she wanted to, you know, confide in somebody that she had a a strong relationship with before, and they had a, a pretty good connection previously. So I'm thinking that maybe that she just needed somebody to talk to, and she was really bothered. I think you're right because we've seen Kelsey get upset last week at her mom's fundraiser, and we but we've seen it. She said to Garrett a few weeks ago when she totally flipped out at him that he's one of the few people who she feels comfortable with talking about that stuff. So it makes sense that it would just kind of come out when they're talking for the first time in a while and he asks her how she's doing. Right. So yeah, I don't think that Kara needs to be threatened by that. I don't I didn't see any like relationship no. sparks there. I saw some like friend on friend like uh you know you know back and forth. Yeah, I don't really see any chemistry between Kelsey and Garrett. Like no. they dated but I think not. they've they've kind of rolled into that friend zone, which is good. And Garrett even says at one point, like, and Kelsey says too, like they want everyone to be cool. Garrett wants Kelsey and Kara to be friends. Kelsey wants to be cool with him and Kara. That's great. So, but Kara totally overreacts, which I didn't like. I think Brian said the same thing at the beginning of the season. I didn't think Kara was going to be like that. Like, 
at the beginning, it was like everything she said was so purposeful and deliberate. But now she's just like losing her mind a little. And she says all kinds of mean things about Kelsey telling her, calling her at one point like SpongeBob SquarePants oh. and talking about her lip injections, which who cares? Like everyone has lip injections, not me. I will I can't say. Af- I can't afford them, but they were Kelsey and uh, Brandon were doing one of those, uh, you know, two way uh, Instagram live feeds. Oh yeah, and there she was talking about she was on her way to Target to go pick up one of those shirts, those SpongeBob SquarePants, shirts, <laughs> you know. So you know, uh, I'm sure it was like kind of a, a rip on her and everything, but she really, uh, you know, she ain't taking it too hard. Yeah, good. <laughs> She's that's how she should take it. SpongeBob's amazing. I love SpongeBob. It's like so. My sister is obsessed with it. She right. like watches it on her laptop. She's 22. So I haven't watched it as much as I probably should have. No, I don't think cuz you're like a little older, so you don't you didn't watch it growing up. I mean, it was there. <laughs> but no, I didn't watch it much. No, when did it come out? Like how old are you? Like in, oh, in your man, 20s I, or Jeez, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, it was a big part of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Kara's totally overreacting. Her and Garrett are fighting on the beach. Did you, was it just me or did it seem like Kara was trying to like act this scene? Did you think that? Well, or is it they, just me? they put Garrett out on the, out on the beach again. And it seems like kind of like a, a thing, a recurring thing. Cause I think him and Kelsey first talked out on the beach too. Mm-hmm. Like at, not like it was after they first started the show, uh-huh. they brought him out there for a scene, but that seems to be his, uh, his like relationship. You know, we need to have a chat places. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's like Bayfront Park. Yeah. For Garrett, it's the beach. (laughs) Right? Pretty much. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I I felt like it was like, they probably, it was like a reshoot because it felt like either they'd already had this conversation before and they just wanted to get it on camera and Kara was doing like a bad job of acting. (laughs) That's that's how I felt, just watching it. It it was a little rocky, yeah. Or maybe it's just the way she expresses her emotions is different. That could be, I mean... She she seems kind of maybe more reserved. I, I yeah, like. a little. I don't know, maybe. She is. Or at least that's how it seems on the show. So, yeah, that was a pretty interesting scene. I feel bad. I hate it when Carrot fights like that, but it is what it is. And so then we get Brandon and Madison. <laughs> um, Brandon and Madison talking on, like, the highest, like, on Kara's roof or something. And Madison says she can't unforget what he did, but once she's with him, the feelings are still there. And you know, but she like completely breaks into this like subtle smile. <laughs> she's saying like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't unforgive this." But <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she, she basically wants to let him know right off the bat, "I'm not over this," so you're gonna have to step it up. But. So. I think he like he charmed his way back into that. I think his uh, his uh, kind of persistence and just his you know it, i think it showed her that you know he is kind of committed to something and yeah. she's not sure what but a lot of guys do that you know they do and that's the thing about brandon is i think he wants what he can't have whenever we had we, i didn't see him pursue camilla but you know he kind of was like that with alana too his singing partner he was kind of like ogling her kind of checking right. her out and he was like that with Madison while he was in with Camilla. Like, he just, I think he wants what he can't have. And that's a thing. I've, guys do that. They, he, he, he's kept her around. I mean, he brought her in on that video, but he's going on a tour soon, right? Um, he doing I think some he's, sort of music. Like, I don't, they didn't mention it in this episode, did they? I thought they said something about a tour. They might I, have. I don't know where he's going, but. But he definitely went on a tour. We, they've showed a few stops on the tour in previous episodes. But, yeah, I think he's one of those guys who, like I said, wants what he can't have. And then once he gets it, he gets bored. That's that's my opinion, which that's is why key, he yeah. cheated on Madison in the first place, who's, you know, by everyone's accounts, like an amazing girl, like a good catch. So that's my opinion on Brandon. I've seen it before. It depends on it's all kinds of factors. But if he's I don't know when his birthday is, but if I knew, I'd probably be able to tell you a few things about his personality anyway. So we can't really tell if they kissed or not. Did you think they kissed? No, they totally obscured that. So uh, I don't know. I guess maybe if they didn't show it, they didn't do it. So do you think there's actually they actually got back together? Mm, I don't know. I 
I think there was a chance. It sounded like there was a strong chance of at least like a like a date. Yeah, but it seemed like it was them getting back together. That's the hook for but a season she, three. But they didn't really kiss. <laughs> they didn't kiss. Like they showed the back of Brandon's head, and it was weird. I did, I, I think they know. just did some like close face to face, but they didn't. Yeah, they, they seemed to like, like nuzzle, and it wasn't. If, if it was a kiss, it wasn't a very long one, which you'd think it would be after all those that build up time. Right. So, I, so I guess we'll have to see. Maybe they'll have a season three and they'll explain all that. Maybe they'll have a season <laughs> three. We'll see. So we get the Alex and his parents out on a boat. And it's their anniversary. They've been married 24 years. Congratulations to them. This is the day of Kara's barbecue. He decided not to go. And he says that he, Juliet was his best friend. He lost his best friend. And Chloe's making Juliet feel like if she were to go back to him, she'd be stupid. And his mom says, like, what happened to her standing by you? And his dad says something like, there's nothing wrong with being a male and being single. You're not married or something along those lines. And in my, my mind, I'm, that's, that's fine. I get it. He's young. But that's not really the point. The point is, like, he committed to Juliet. He told her there weren't going to be any other girls so if you do that and then you have other girls, then that's a problem. You don't, I mean, he's under no obligation to be in a relationship with her. But, right. But, so, I mean, he's, he's asked her, asked her forgiveness several times. He's gotten back together with her several times and he even says, you know, she'll, she'll come back. Yeah, he does say that. And her, his mom says, if she'll, if she loves you, she'll stand by you. If it's meant to be, she'll be back. And Alex says he won't do it again. And his mom says, we know who you are. You have nothing but love and support from them, which is good. Good for Alex. He's got supportive parents. He just needs to clean up his act a little bit. And I think, I don't know if someone asks Polly why Alex isn't there, but Polly does say that he decided not to come because he's being put through mental anguish uh, at the hands of Chloe, apparently. He says that Chloe destroys whatever comes in her path. And Kara says, I don't think she's destroying relationships, just that evidence falls into her lap. And Chloe's like, oh, yeah, I forced Alex to cheat on Juliet. And she has physical proof. And Polly says it's not true, even though he doesn't know what he's talking about. So that's the whole right. escalating situation. What do you think? Like, what do you think about that? Man, I'm still getting back to that. Just the, the fact that she, she gets all this information from people and then, you know, she asks other people what she's going to do with it. When she knows what she's going to do with it, right. she had she was going to show her. I mean, they didn't really hesitate to do that. But um, as far as their their interaction with her and Polly, that relationship, that, uh, that you know, I don't know if that's a friendship or what, but mm-hmm. that's that looks like it's over. I mean, getting a drink thrown in your face is, uh, it's hard. <laughs> well, Polly's very strange. I, I think he'll... I think he'll be back on Chloe's side again at some point, but cause he just does whatever is advantageous for him or for Alex. And that's, yeah, it was just a mess. And Polly, like he sneaks in all these religious references too, which was pretty funny. It was like the first one I heard, I was like, what? And then the second one, I was like, what's going on here? He says, Juliet better say your, say your piece or forever hold it. Like, you know, when you're at a wedding and, they say, speak now or forever hold your peace if someone's going to object. And then later on, he sarcastically says to Chloe, like, you're such an archangel. See, I think Polly's got these like <laughs> little nuggets that he saves up for each week. And then he just drops them on the show every once in a while. Yeah. He just like drops one of these lines and everybody's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like the uber liquor thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're probably right. He just, the, the, the Christianity references were just like interesting little bits into his personality, it was. Right. I was like, "Oh, okay." So he was clearly raised like going to church. So that was interesting. But Chloe does like kind of rub what looks to be like a frozen margarita in his face, and he follows that up by pouring water over her head and yelling at her, and well, m- mostly yelling at Juliet about how you know don't let Alex go, and it's just a mess. And Polly gets kicked out of the party. Because right. he's being drunk and oh, he's and being he just aggressive. Like, and, sulks off and yeah. you could tell that really that really got to him. Yeah. He's just not he needs to really 
get some help, I think. I was talking to somebody, one of our loyal listeners on Instagram today about that, and I just think like he's really kind of off the rails, unfortunately. And I think he's a, he's a fan favorite for his just his his interesting outbursts and some of the things that he says. Uh, he interacts with I think a ton of people on social media. I yeah. mean, he's got a he's got a huge following for like a you know a secondary cast member, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, some of the things seem like they go a little bit too far. Yeah, he's definitely a character, that's for sure. So Juliet and so and Chloe and Amanda go inside, and Chloe shows Juliet all of the stuff, the text messages and the video. And Juliet is just at the point again where she's like. I can't deal with this. She was actually, she looked like she was at the breaking point. Like she knew she might not have known what was on the videos. And she said, like she said, I don't want to see him, but I do want to see him. Mm -hmm. So I would think that uh, she knew there was going to be something coming eventually. And she had already decided how she was going to handle this. And it looked like toward the end, I mean, she was ready to just skip town. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't interested in seeing him at all. Right, but at first it seemed like she might take him back because of what she was saying after she was shown that stuff. She was saying, Alex is like family to me. I don't have a big family. He's someone that I loved. He's one of my best friends. To cut someone out like that is hard. And Amanda basically kind of concedes to Juliet and says, okay, it's okay. We don't have to understand. And Chloe says the same thing kind of, but also pushes her a little bit more. And it's bad it's bad chloe wants things to go the way chloe wants them to go and i think she needs to just kind of take into account yeah bad things can happen but that person still has the right to to choose who they want in their life and everything and i think what juliet was saying is yeah this is bad and she needs some space from it and that's that's probably a good good decision oh for sure for sure but i just mean like I don't know. It, it was like Chloe has the right to show information, present information, but she can't control how someone reacts. Like Julia isn't just going to suddenly do the thing you want her to do because you're giving her this information. She's going to do the thing that she's going to do whatever she wants. So I think it, you know, it's nice that Chloe wants to keep sharing all this information with Juliet, but at the same time, she can't control what Juliet's going to do. I think I was telling you yesterday, she's like the puppet master. She's like yeah. constantly pulling strings. Yeah, she is. That's her thing. Um, and we have Juliet and her mom eating at Pacific Rim in Sarasota, which I've never been to, but have you been there? Yes, I've been there a while back. I can't really remember it that much, but it was a good place. Yeah, it's, where is it again? Oh, uh, Pacific Rim is in Hillview, I believe. Hillview? Hillview. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. It looked good. Oh yeah, the food around here is fantastic. There's just there's a lot of places that I still need to get to. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. Like, there's so many places that I want to go to that I haven't been to, but I didn't even know about that place. But now, oh yeah, is, I is actually it like I use the. Um, I don't think so. I, I can't think remember. it's a Thai restaurant. But I do. I will say this. I mean, that show gives you so many different uh, views of different places that I haven't been to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of writing these down. So. Actually, yesterday, speaking of places they've filmed, I was walking downtown and I walked by Classico and our friend Jimmy, who was on the podcast last week, he does not like that place, <laughs> to, put it, to put it nicely, but the restaurant seemed kind of nice. Classico? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's nice. I've been there. It's uh, right across from uh, Epicure. Yeah, Epicure is uh, good too. I like that. You can't place. help but like smell that good food coming from there too. Right. So, I mean, both those places are pretty good. They're not places that I get down to too often, but right. Yeah. Well, mostly lately, us, you know, people from work have been going to Rafferty's, <laughs> which just opened at the Old World of Beer. Brandon location. Gomes just played there. Yeah, Brandon Gomes played there apparently, and um, so, but I was walking down Lower Main Street to check it out because I hadn't been there in a while, and my parents are coming to visit in, I think, a week or two. So I, And they're staying downtown in that area, so I wanted to like scope it out for them. And it's just, like, there's a lot of nice places down there. Yeah, people haven't been to Sarasota. There's like a huge dynamic from one side of the yep. downtown to the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets more casual as you get closer to kind of the, the city cen- center, you know, like yep. uh, Washington and, and Man- Main Street. 
and then you get toward the end and you got all the, all the uh you know kind of fine dining like sage and social and uh yeah and uh selva and places like that yeah it's we have some pretty cool restaurants around here so if you guys haven't been to sarasota and you come visit like you will not be disappointed especially with the beautiful siesta beach but anyway so food tangent aside because i guess i'm getting kind of hungry again <laughs> um so she's with her mom, Fabian, who we don't get enough of on the show, I think. The last time we saw her was the beginning of the season when she was eating dinner with Alex's parents on their boat. And she's great. She's just so wise. She really helps Juliet put things in perspective. And she tells her, Juliet's telling her, I don't know what to do about Alex. And her mom says, with no trust, you have no foundation. And Juliet says, it's not that he doesn't want to be with me. He has a problem with his mind. <laughs> well. <laughs> if that doesn't just sum it up, then nothing does. Yeah, she pretty much nailed it there. And she says, "Life." Will, her mom says, life will go on. He'll move on too. I know it's painful. And her mom says, you know, Juliet, you are just, you have your family that loves you. You have your brother. You have your cat that loves you. You are smart, you're pretty, basically telling her you're going to be fine and maybe that's not anything fancy, but you have enough, like you have some good stuff. And she also says like, Juliet hasn't been sleeping, Juliet's been biting her nails, it's all she's been thinking about, she hasn't been able to focus. So, and her mom's like, do you really want to keep living like this? You're not happy and I think that helped Juliet a little bit, definitely, I mean it definitely pushed her in the right direction and She's still really upset about it, but that's some good perspective. I think leaving town for a little while, this comes at a perfect time. I think she Absolutely. just needs a break. She'll get some uh, a chance to just kind of like lay low for a little while or, you know, just be herself and, yeah. uh, you know, do whatever and just kind of uh, reflect a little bit and then hopefully comes back with a clear mind. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a really, really good, really good timing. And yeah, so I, but I understand like, have you ever been in that kind of situation where you are so depressed about like a breakup or something that you can't sleep or you can't eat like anything like that? Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's happened there. to me a few times. I mean, I get, um, you know, I, I get anxiety if my cat's sick. So. Yeah. <laughs> my cat or my dog. That's true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I've, I've felt that before and, you know, it's, it's just your, uh, I think, your body's way of telling you, you know, you need a break. Yeah, and like that's happened to me too. And it's such a hard thing because people will tell you, oh, it's it's going to be fine. You're going to move on. But when you're in that moment, you just don't know that you're going to be fine. You don't know. Like you're so upset. But yeah, so it's tough. I'm, it feels it feels like you're you're in a ball and it's yeah. slowly getting smaller. Yeah. Like your world's ending. Totally. Right. But yeah, it's sad, but. Yeah, shout out to your cat. <laughs> Grace doesn't get enough airtime. Grace, she's that's the her name. forgotten one. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get Juliet and Alex. Juliet's leaving for school. I don't know where she goes to school. I actually don't know. That I should have looked it up. I didn't. I don't know where. I know. I was thinking about that yesterday when we were watching. But yeah, and I don't know. They if don't she... mention it either. I don't think. Mm. Not yesterday, anyway. No, they didn't mention it, but. So would that be this past fall, like fall 2018, that she would be going back to school? Probably, right? right? Yeah. 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 Because so they just cool. ended up, film, they just wrapped up filming not too long. Yeah. Like just a couple, like a month or two before the season started. Okay. So she's probably finishing school right now because it's right. April. So she's probably like in her last month of college. Yes. Cool. Good for her. She's about to leave. Alex is going to swing by. And I have to say, it's just, it's great timing because... She, like you said, she's going to get out of town. That's great. That's the best thing you can do. And Alex, you know, said to Polly earlier in the episode, once she's not around Amanda and Chloe, she'll be more likely to want to be with him because she won't be listening to them all the time. But at the same time, maybe she'll be at college like with her friends and she won't be thinking about him. Or maybe, I mean, she might have like some lonely nights, but overall, I feel like she's going to be in a much better place away from him. I think so. You just need a little bit of quiet, like they say, like time heals sort of thing. But yeah. Yeah, I think that'll that'll help a lot. And who knows? I mean, maybe things have changed now. And it'll obviously be hard when she comes back after graduation. But 
I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other thing. And according to Juliet on Twitter a couple weeks ago, they're not together right now. So I don't know. Maybe it worked out. Maybe she found somebody else. Maybe. (laughs) It looks like Alex might have, according to social media. But what else is new? And, you know, she... He says, I'm sorry, I made your summer hell. Give me the chance to make it up to you. And she says, I'm not excited to be leaving you, but I don't trust you. I need to continue on with my life to get rid of this anger. She wants to not see him for a long time. She wants to be happy again. And he basically kind of says, well, if this, that's what you want. And she's like, well, it's not what I want. I didn't want to break up. I'm, it's not, I'm not doing this so I can go be single. I'm breaking up with you because you hurt me. And Alex is like, uh, I think it's something we'll look back on and say that we made a mistake. And she, he basically was just like, all right, bye. You know what? what's crazy is, you know, coming from uh, from Juliet, that had to have been the hardest thing she would have to say to anybody that she was either dating or friends with is to let the person that you say um, helped you so much go because, you know, it's just a, the relationship has become completely unstable you know toxic yeah and for him to just kind of look at her and then just say okay if that's what you want and then like sort of walk away without being like no 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 let's like talk about this or something while you're gone or let's like keep like trying to figure this out he literally just turns around and walks off which makes me think that he either a realized that uh that you know this has gotten overwhelming and that she really does need a break and she's doing her a favor or B, he, it doesn't affect him. Yeah, I know. I think it's, I think it's that he, it does affect him, but Alex likes to play those games with Juliet because if she can, if she sees that he's upset and that he doesn't care or like if he seems like he doesn't care, she's going to get upset because then she's going to be like, you don't even care. And she's going to try to get his attention again, I think. She's been so forgivable, though. Yeah. I mean, like if if you keep if you keep forgiving somebody and not holding them accountable, they're not going. They're not. They're not going right. to believe you. Right. So I think distance will be good. I think that Alex is definitely petty enough to, and it seems like some of the stuff he said would indicate this in other in other episodes that he's definitely petty enough to try to make her life miserable if he doesn't get what he wants. I think that that's not totally out of the realm of possibility, but. I also don't think that if they do film, I think that if they do, if they do film season three, it'll be filmed this summer. So it'll be after this whole school year. That's that's my guess. Because isn't that kind of how it's been in the past? I yeah, don't know. it has. I see. I think he, he, she's the safe choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that she's the one that he knows will always be there if he wants her. But then he goes and like yeah. gets involved in all the other stuff. Right. Yeah, so that's where they leave that, and I couldn't be happier about that. And I really don't want to see more of that if there's a season three, but I'm sure we will. I really want Juliet to get a new man, like a like a nice guy, but I don't know. Maybe she should just be single, but I feel like if she is single, then Alex is going to keep trying to get with her, but that's my opinion. And we get a, the, at the end of the episode we get a lovely montage which i liked and it actually made me kind of like oh look at them like great and i couldn't believe that i said that <laughs> <laughs> but so we've got garrett dropping kara off at srq sarasota bradenton international airport just so you guys know we have a local airport here it is an international airport but we don't currently have any direct international destinations um, they're all connecting flights at this point, but they are looking to add some. It's like a Class D airport or something. No, it's a nice airport. You know, Have not, you been there? I'm not saying it's uh, it's like graded D. I mean, that's actually the the class number. Oh, really? It's, it's just uh, it's big, but it's not one of the biggest. No, it's pretty like, small. The classes have to do with size. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's not a grade. It's a great airport. But they actually added... they have local bands that play inside of it sometimes. <laughs> They just yeah. added a bunch of new flights um, to different destinations, too. So Syracuse. Syracuse? Or Buffalo or somewhere. Mm, oh, my God. I should know this. I, think I literally Syracuse. covered this. I just saw it because Nicole Sonvilla. Okay. She, she lives up there now. Syracuse. Well, definitely like Asheville and Nashville. And Baltimore started in, I think, February. So, yeah, lots of destinations. Um, mostly through Allegiant, some through Frontier. And uh, all the other major airlines, too, except we don't have Southwest, but... 
anyway, that's your SRQ update for the day. Tampa <laughs> International is only an hour from here. Um, and so the montage, you know, they're ki- they kiss, they say I love you, they leave, and that's the end of Carrot as we know it, unfortunately, for now. We'll see. We see Jared go to a group called SRQ Vets, which I looked up, and he talked about with Madison a little bit earlier in the episode. Did you want to say something about that? Yes, I have met SRQ Vets several times. They ran the uh, Skyway Bridge Run. They were uh, they do uh, veterans uh, rowing or crew, mm-hmm. so they uh, now participate in the uh, local crew ever at Nathan Benerson Park. Mm-hmm. Sarasota Vets does a lot of stuff for for military veterans and uh, even those who are who are struggling with anxiety and and any other issues. They help them out and uh, get them involved in a sport or an activity, and it's a, it's a really good group. That's so cool. Yeah, I remember because he said that it's like veterans helping veterans which is awesome. Right. And so you said sports or activities like that. That's yeah, what, they do a lot of things, a lot yeah. of a lot of different organizations and clubs that are kind of hooked on to a lot of the uh, popular things here in Sarasota like crew. We mm-hmm. have a huge crew following here in Sarasota because we have one of the world-class, you know, parks. Right, Benderson Park. For rowing. Yep, Nathan Benderson Park. So SRQ Vets uh, put together a uh, military uh, rowing program. That's so cool. Yeah, I remember talking to a veteran at a like a google entrepreneurship event when i worked in north carolina and he was saying how gardening had really helped him with his ptsd so that's really cool like i i could see something like being in the moment like that and you know exercise obviously is really good for you too so i could see how that could be really really great so good for jared for getting involved and i mean that's awesome he's definitely definitely taking a lot of steps in the right direction in his life so we see Canvas FaceTiming her mom, which was so cute. She looks so happy, very excited. Wish we saw more of Canvas this episode because I really think she's very interesting. We see Kelsey and her mom, which was awesome. Um, turns out, so she had told Garrett earlier in the episode that they found a growth on her mom's thyroid, and that was really scary because her mom already like is suffering from MS. And so she's that's the reason Kelsey moved to CSK in the first place. But Kelsey did tweet out last night that the growth was benign. Thank God. Yeah, that's because awesome. that I'm is glad. scary, but good, good for them. Um, they looked really happy and cute. So I'm glad. You know, Kelsey, I have some issues with her, but like just overall on the show. But her, the stuff with her mom is like really, really sweet, and she clearly would do anything for her. Uh, her and her mom have a great connection. It's really yeah, neat. for sure. Um, and we get a shot of Polly partying. <laughs> Man, there's just, I mean, I say this all the time, you guys. There's so much to unpack. Like, where do you even begin with this guy? He's partying. He's having a good time. And then there's this shot of him, like, with a shot glass at the bar by himself, just kind of looking. And he feel like he had this, like, ominous look in his eyes. I just, right. this guy is just headed in God knows what direction. And we know how this ends because we've watched his Instagram lives almost every week. And we've seen him get drunk at like Nick's bar by himself on St. Patty's Day or whenever it was. Right. Oh man, Polly is one of the people that you can't help but follow on social media because the things he does, I mean, he lives life to its fullest, that's for sure. And, and Nick, if that's what you want to call it. Right. And Nick's bar is actually like a mile or two from my apartment and mm-hmm. I've been down there a few times cuz they got a pool table and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice, you know, like, quiet place without having to go downtown. Yeah. And it's really um, a dive bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's one of your just, like, local corner taverns. That's cool. And, uh, you know, there's, like, a couple people in there. But, yeah, um, it, it's, it's funny to see him at, at places like that. And, you know, I, he stopped into Red Barn and yeah. things like that. But. A lot of times on Sundays, I'll wake up and Carlos will have Instagram messaged me, like, a <laughs> link to Polly's, like, Instagram <laughs> live video. <laughs> So those are always fun to watch. Those are their ups or downs. I mean, there's only there's only two ways. But about it's like it. always on Sunday morning for some reason that he's like live at I 9 think he was still awake from Probably Saturday still partying, night. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, that's the deal. I know it was funny. Yeah, and I don't know if people realize, but I mean, we were, every once in a while. I don't know if you have, but I've run into a lot of these people at night. I've like, never at run bars into and any things of them. like that. I I've met them the first time they did the uh, casting mm-hmm. over at um, at the Gary's mansion, house, yeah. and we took pictures and we talked to each one of them. So 
you know, I've I've met them all face to face, and uh, you know, you recognize them when you see them at the bar. I don't. Really Where have stand. you seen them? I've seen them at Classico. I've seen them at the old old school when uh, Brandon and uh, oh, Paulie right. did their show. Right. Um, Brandon Gomes, I've seen several times, just kind of walking, around, you know, around town and things really? like that. But yeah, these guys, like these downtown? guys are all. Oh yeah, oh, they, they come to downtown quite a bit, and obviously over. I think I've seen his dad. Um, at the Crescent Club over on Siesta Key, that's oh, close to the mansion. Yeah. And well, he owns like that, that now, right? Doesn't yeah, he? He bought yep. it. He bought it last yeah. year. Crescent Club is like a classic Siesta Key dive bar, correct? That's an iconic. Yeah, I've I've Siesta been there Key. once with yeah. you and Jimmy, and yeah, Gary Alex's dad recently purchased it. I don't remember for you how like much. like that smoky tavern feel? Crescent Club is the place to go. I just remember we went and it, you guys were there before me, and I showed up after getting like eyelashes put on at Sephora. <laughs> And I was so hungry, and all they had was chips. <laughs> chips so, and beer. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, like in, in Massachusetts, here it is again with the liquor stuff, you legally have to have food if you're serving alcoholic. It, you need to have food. It's like a... Right. Yeah, but in Florida, that's not the case. No, and this place is, is old. I mean, it's right. it's one of the older establishments in town, so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they don't have those requirements. And I mean, things, it's but. not a bad thing. I'm not, like, complaining. It's totally fine, but it was just... I remember I was really hungry and... Right. But I like the bar <laughs> a lot. I got, like, the gin and tonic, and I enjoyed it. It is myself. a classic. I mean, it's a place that, you know, if, if it's like... Uh, I wouldn't call it like underground Sarasota, but it's like one of those places regulars go in. Yeah, in if you guys area. come to Siesta Key and you're in the village, you know, you do the village thing. That's cool. It, there's some. It's fun for sure. But then there's the Crescent Club is like a cool dive Stick bar. So you might want to check that out too if you ever come here. There's yeah. like all kinds of stuff you can do. Like Siesta Key is its own thing, and we have Lido Key too, St. Armand Circle downtown. That's and that's just like within a few miles of here. There's so much stuff to do. So many different restaurants and bars to try. So, yeah. How did we get talking about Crescent Club? I don't even remember. Oh, I was just talking about seeing some of the guys Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. And- yeah, that's crazy. I think Jimmy, well, because Jimmy met them too when you, when you guys went over there to interview them. But he said he's seen them around Classico. Town. They Classico. go to Classico a lot. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I've never seen him. But, uh, I mean, I've talked to Madison on the phone, but that's it. She follows me on Twitter. Other than that, I don't know. I feel like it'd be kind of weird. I'd be like, I know you. And they'd be like, I do not know there's, you. I mean, there's only so many places. You, if you're not going to Siesta Village or like the Hillview neighborhood or over in Gulfgate and Main Street, I mean, those are pretty much the big places in Sarasota to, right. to go out to clubs. And right. Much. To go out. We don't around. have that many clubs. So. No, not really. I don't even think we have any. A I mean, couple. Maybe. I don't know. Beach Club. Oh, yeah. Beach Club. <laughs> Not clubs in like a traditional sense. Right, right. Not your uh, New York City. Not like the club I went to in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, we see a thing of Chloe selling a house, putting a sold sign in front of a house, which was really cool. I was proud of her. Yeah, I was proud of her too. That's like an accomplishment of like all that work you put in to sell your first house or something. Good for Chloe. Like, I'm sure she's a great realtor. I could totally see her selling million dollar houses and just crushing it. Right. And like starting her own business too at some point. Chloe should work for like a PR firm. <laughs> <laughs> or she should have her own PR firm. Like uh, she should be a private investigator. She yeah. <laughs> she's got a lot of right. skills for sure. And, you know, we get a shot of Brandon and Madison holding hands on the beach. Again, not kissing, just canoodling. That's all I got to say. Right. And... <laughs> The last shot of Alex is him just floating on a float alone, looking sad. Started the show with tons of friends, and now he's floating on a... Now it's just him, the floaty, and (laughs) Polly. (laughs) (laughs) So There's still some excitement to be had there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought they could make fun. Right. For sure. And Juliet's driving away looking happy. So good for her. I'm glad for good her. Good for her. All right, so that's it. That's the episode. Um, what do we think about the season? What do we think about, you know, like possible season three? What do we want to see next season? I think season season two had a lot more, uh, a lot better plot lines. I think a lot a lot better like uh, excitement. There was there's more more things happening in in this season. The first one. Very introductory, I thought mm-hmm. a little flat, but season two I thought was great, and I think that uh, if they do have a season three, they certainly have a, a lot of areas to cover. Obviously, the Brandon Madison thing 
You're going to have to think up a new nickname for that. Bradison. Next. Bra- oh, Bradison. No. Oh. Next. And you got any more? You'll I got, have to I got retired names. carrot. No, that I'm never letting go. That's my greatest accomplishment <laughs> so far to date. Yeah. Carrot. And you have one for Julie and Alex, don't well, you? Well, it's just Jalex. Oh. They, they call themselves that, too. See, I think I'm good at couple names, but my friends are, that I've come up with names for, they're like, Laura, all you do is put the first letter of someone's name on the top of someone else's name. Like, my friends in college, Matt and Rachel, were dating, and I called them Rachel. Rachel. Which is just, like, it's not even a thing. It's Wouldn't that just be Rachel? The M would be silent. Mm, sort of. <laughs> is an M ever silent? Mm, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> well... So I think it was pretty good overall. There were some things that I, I was surprised when I was watching the montage and I was like, oh my God, these kids are going to do great. Like I was like, wow, look how invested you are, Laura. But overall, it was a good season, I think. Um, I was a little sick of the continual Axe and Juliet stuff, which I don't think the show will ever get rid of. But I, I hate to say it, but... The poly stuff was really fascinating to pick apart, mostly because it just got me worked up. But I like, what's the point of a reality TV show if you're not going to get worked up? You know, and I, I think obviously like the kid needs help. But And the other plot lines that I liked were um, Jared a little bit, like a little bit about his like mental health, PTSD stuff. Um, they didn't really delve into that too much. Like his plot lines were kind of tied to Kelsey or Madison, but like to see a little bit more from jared and other than that um i mean i liked kara and garrett i don't know what I, how i'm gonna feel about kara if there's a third season honestly um and i, I really, don't think she's gonna be around for a third season probably not i don't know i think that's run its course but i guess we'll see you never know yeah and i don't know it's hard to say what I could be looking forward to for season three. Just maybe they'll bring in some new people. I liked Canvas. I kind of liked Tawny for like, she was interesting at first, but then she kind of like got on my nerves right? with all the Ben cheating stuff and the gaslighting and the, I'm going to keep pursuing him whether or not he's with you type thing that annoyed me. But I'll say this though. I'm in watching one of Holly's videos. He claimed that he had uh, an offer for a season three. So, well, Never okay. Know. Hopefully, Polly will, you know, check himself into rehab. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, hopefully, maybe he's okay. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening this season, you guys. This has been really fun. I'm so glad that I was able to join the podcast and, you know, interact with all of you. And if there's a season three, oh, you better believe you will be hearing from us. You know it. Okay. Thanks, guys, and we will see you soon. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.